Hey everybody, welcome to our first episode. I'm Z, and this is Sam, and welcome to the first episode of the Slayers podcast. Wow,、uh, so guys, we are coming to you live from Doha, D Town in、uh, Qatar.、Um, we are still here, although we are planning to go to Cebu by around August.、Um, yeah, we're pretty much excited for that. And is it? It's still summer, right?、Uh, it's always summer in the Philippines. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Cause it's becoming to feel like hell in here, and I don't want to go through another hell. I just want to go home. <laughs> exactly. Ah、uh, well, I think our listeners should know that、um, half of the year here in Doha, it gets really. Cold.、Uh, we have the winter, so that's when you know the, all the good stuff happen. But then the other half of the year, we're like、um, we just have hell. We're like inside an oven, and it's just fifty-one degrees outside all the fucking time.、Um, it's just crazy. So、um, you can only imagine. <laughs> Anyways, I would like to give a huge shout out to our. I hope he's gonna be a future, you know, president of the Philippines, Mr. Rodrigo Duterte.、Uh, I believe there are a lot of crazy things happening in the Philippines right now、uh, as we speak. I, I believe so. There's a meeting the advance a couple of hours ago that just finished. I actually read a post from a friend on Facebook. He said, "Makahilak ta sa meeting ni Avancen." I think that that's just that sounds about right. I watched a couple of minutes of the of the live、um, airing at YouTube, and it's it's awesome. It's a lot of people. I know. I mean,、uh, I, I'm seeing a lot of posts from my friends on Facebook, and all these photos are showing like massive people、uh, at Luneta Park. True, true. Right,、uh, there are like I don't know three hundred thousand people showing just full support, all the love、uh, they could show to uh, our um, future president. That's true. Even、um, the OFWs everywhere showing all the love and support for Rodrigo Duterte. Now I I hope that he wins. If he doesn't, I don't know. Oh what yeah, to say. definitely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just also want to、uh, give a huge shout out to PremiumBeat.com for the generous ten percent discount on the、uh, music sample that we purchased from them. Oh, and hey, Trisha, I miss you. How's your baby? <laughs> hey, Trish. So,、um, wow. Before anything else, I'd like to say this one thing. To all those, you know, mindless zombies behind the anti-Duterte ad,、uh, I just have one thing to say to you guys: you should be ashamed. You know,、um, that was just plain disgusting. It's horrible to use kids like that. I mean, it it doesn't even matter who wins the election or whose ad that was for. If you're not supposed to use children for Ads like that because it's against the law. Then you shouldn't. And the mere fact that it was aired, I I don't know where the laws are anymore. Well, exactly because, uh, you know, this is how politics function in the Philippines. I mean, if you have this, 
really big conglomerate like ABS-CBN behind somebody's somebody some politicians back then you know uh, pretty sure just down the line you're gonna have a problem in there because of the bias and yeah obviously uh, the big D is giving them a reason uh, giving them a run for their money obviously and now they and by they I mean the the opposite side of uh, the party is, is starting to panic. So. Like who, like what opposite side? Who exactly it is? I'm talking about Mar. <laughs> Batmar. Why do they call him Batmar? You know? I don't have any idea, but whatever they call him, I didn't... I, oh, I think it's because of that comic thing that he did a while back, you know, when uh, he published a few cartoonized, you know, versions of himself. With the Yolanda victims. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh-huh, I see. I didn't really think that he would go this low. I'm not sure if he's behind this. But if he is, I just lost all of my respect <laughs> to all of them. Exactly. And uh, it's interesting to see that now, um, I'm pretty sure everybody's, you know, getting the, the same idea that uh, these people can't think straight anymore because they are starting to panic and pretty sure um, they will more likely resort to cheating, which I think that, you know, I hope does not happen during the elections. But the bigger question is why? Why would you, why would you resort to cheating? If you don't win, just why would you try so hard and win? Is, your life is on the line? Are you gonna go to jail if you don't win? See, he has his own vested interests, so he can't really blame a guy. Um, well, I, I just want to say something really interesting about the uh, the biology of cheating. Uh, yeah, this is for our listeners out there. Did you know that only three percent of us mammals remain monogamous to their partners? No. Yes. Unbelievable, right? It's only three percent. So, um, because of this uh, dopamine, um, what do you call this? It's a hormone. Yeah, the dopamine hormone. Shame on me. I'm a nurse, great. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck dopamine is. Um, so yeah, dopamine hormone is. Is it a hormone? Uh, it's also known as yeah. It is now. I'm pretty sure it is now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, um, yeah, it's a, it's a happy hormone, which is technically released after, you know, you get, after doing some pleasurable activities, like after you eat, you exercise, or even after you have sex. But so, that's very disappointing. I know, it's, um, it, it's what keeps, you know, people going. But 3%? Are you kidding me? Hey, I don't control these numbers. 3% is 3%. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, these guys are more likely going to resort to cheating because, because you know, of human biology, they want to save themselves. But, but people stay, no, mammals stay, um, loyal and they do not cheat because of dopamine, which is a happy hormone. So if these people are cheating, does that mean they're not happy? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think that's... The general idea of, um, you know, how things work. If you're not happy, then you're really gonna, you know, 
keep pursuing things just to feed yourself that that drive or that you know that feeling um shout out to all of the people i know that has been cheated and just has been cheated i'm sorry is this coming from somewhere no this is coming from people that i know that has been cheated a couple of times so okay move on okay <laughs> All right, so um, guys, by the time you hear this show, uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty sure the Big D should have already won. Uh, do and you think it's gonna be a landslide victory or something? I hope so. That would really send out a message to everyone out there, especially to the world, that you know Filipinos want change. You know, uh, we want something done differently this time. Finally. Yeah, we've always had the same form of government, uh, the same form of people running the country. Um, yeah, so I think it would be great to have uh, a land landslide win from the Big D. Yeah, I hope so. I, I really think I'm like 80 to 99% sure... <laughs> He's gonna win a landslide victory. If not, I smell something fishy. <laughs> yeah, so we would just want to, uh, us from the Slayers, we would just want to congratulate uh, Rodrigo Duterte for doing such a really, really good job in uh, bringing all the Filipinos together and giving all of us hope that maybe in the near future Filipinos will no longer have to leave the country just to live a good quality life and to the future president it will be great honor to have you on this podcast exactly <laughs> shout out um so yeah well um i i was wondering though with a three to six months promise of suppressing crime drug and corruption in this three to six months, what do you think that would this mean to the country? Any drastic change you have foreseen or have in mind? Well, I think there are going to be some crazy, um, what do you call this? Um, some ground rules that will be given in the first few days that he is put on the seat. So um, there may be a few, uh, you know, curfews that will be thrown out and um i don't know really. no selling of alcohol after a specific i hope not but <laughs> i think he is gonna try to regulate that as well yeah but you can buy more alcohol before that time like hoard are you talking yeah. about hoarding alcohol in sure. your home <laughs> well yeah we, we could always do that but uh i don't know really i mean i i, I do believe that he has a lot of uh, concrete things planned for our country. I'm just not sure what what's going to happen really. But if uh, I am certain that when he, you know, takes the throne, um, he's definitely gonna Game do of good. Thrones. Yes, Game <laughs> of Thrones. He really looks good on that picture. Um, so yeah, I, I really think he's gonna make some amazing things happen. I Hopefully. firmly believe that. Hopefully, hopefully, because, you know, the economy is, they say that the economy has been better for the past six years, but 
the, the average Filipino people don't feel this economy getting better thing. I, I don't think anybody else is feeling this apart from the very big businesses and owners of those businesses. Oh, exactly. I mean, I'm in the middle class and I did not, I still did not feel anything, um, you know, happen dramatically in the Philippines. And uh, I mean, on the good, you know, on a, on a good note, I did not feel any type of progress even before I, I went here in Doha. So, I mean, I'm not gonna put that on the current administration, although it is on him. But, um, you know, that's a fact. I mean, I really did not see anything happen Yeah, from his term. It's, it's still the same crappy shit. Still the same red tape. So, uh, I'm not sure. I just hope that the next president uh, does something really substantial about it. And I, I, I'm not sure if, she's, if he's pushing through federalism, if he's going to win. I think it would be a good step. Yeah, exactly. I mean, United States had always practiced and had always been under federalism. And, uh, well, they may not be the wealthiest nation out there, but their, their people are certainly um, doing better than us. You know, not to com compare, but... But compare. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I would rather uh, live there, quite honestly. And this is just me. I would rather live there in the U.S. rather than um, live in the Philippines. Because, uh, you know, just for the simple fact that the, the conditions, the economic conditions in the Philippines right now, are that, is that bad. So Yeah, um, well, a, a lot of other countries are practicing federalism like Canada and... Australia, just to name a few. And I think they've done a pretty good job in taking care of their country. Yeah. At least in this way, the each state, the locals could actually decide for themselves of what's good for them. They are the ones living in this place. So I think nobody else knows better than them. They have their own problems. They have their own strengths and weaknesses and... They're going to be the best people to tell their government or the head of their state that, hey, this is our problem. You need to mm -hmm. take care of this. Yeah, and uh, I really just want to reiterate on the fact that, um, you know, here in Doha, as what you and I have seen, it's, it's different how the government treats its own locals, right? Yes, absolutely. They're like princes and princesses. The foreigners are fucked and the locals are taken care of. I do not see that happening to our country. I, we feel like, I feel personally that all of the foreigners coming in are pampered and we are not. And I don't understand. Exactly. It's crazy. So, well, I'll just think that if you're bad at what you're doing, I mean, this is for all the politicians out there, if you're bad at what you're doing, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing you. I'm not yeah. supporting you. I'm not doing you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, for example, there was this uh, lady at Starbucks. Uh, I think it was over at Jones Avenue. That Starbucks right yeah. there? Um, yeah, so... Does she, 
my house, by the way. Yes, it is. <laughs> so she really slayed it every day. I, I can remember her just giving 100%, you know, best customer service in her job. And, you know, just fucking owning it. Um, you know, but on the, on the other side, there was this uh, barista, or I've had not just a barista, a salesperson. Um, anyone that is rude is just, you know... It's just not nice. You know, if you're not happy with your job, I'd, I'd always, always want to come up to you and tell you, hey, you don't have to do this. I mean, you could quit, you know. But then again, they wouldn't have a job anymore. And with economic conditions, how are they going to support their family? <laughs> That's true. It's, it's just one of the perils of this community. You know, well, how long do you think with this... this this thing take for you to see a substantial change in the government or the economy at that? Well, I know it's not going to be fast. It's not overnight, but... Yeah, it's, it's definitely not going to be easy. But uh, I hope we're going to start seeing things in about well, one to two years. We hope to have trains in Cebu very soon. Yes. Trains? Underground trains? Yes, definitely. Although we are, I mean, the Philippines is uh, it's a big group of islands. I'm not sure how the trains would work. Um, not unless if you live in, example, Luzon, in the uh, central part of Luzon. So uh, I think those big, you know, lands would need the trains help. But for uh, our little island, Cebu, uh, maybe we could use of make use of better transportation system, like buses or, um, you know, bet better roads, definitely. We already have buses. I think the trains would be a good thing to be put on Cebu, just to connect the north part to the south part. Okay, you know, you're talking about a, a metro. Yeah, a metro okay. station, definitely. Okay. For, for people to not line up on, on the... To, to not line up on the terminal anymore and wait for the buses. And right now, I think that the fare is getting more expensive. So with the government transportation, the metro rail transit, supposedly, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So we can save a lot more time and a lot more money. And a lot more space. Exactly. Because a lot of people are going to be able to ride and go from one place to another now. So that's a lot of improvement, I think. And I did read on Rappler that they plan to put that in Mindanao. Oh. I think that's going to be great because Mindanao is a great piece of land. It's a big-ass land. It is. Really? That's interesting. It is. It is very interesting. And I, I, I'm not sure what else they, they actually plan to do. I do believe that he will be able to deliver. That's that's one main selling point for me. He's not just campaigning and telling people about his platform. He could actually deliver this thing. Exactly. If, if you say discipline, I'm not sure if the people are ready for that. Why do you think so? Because we've been so used to not following any rules. We've been so used to waking up in the morning knowing that there are rules, but we keep on bending it. If not breaking it, 
we have pedestrian lanes and we don't use them. We park on them. We park on spaces for handicapped people, even if you're not handicapped. You park and stop on places that you're not supposed to stop because in the middle of the highway, but you do. <laughs> just exactly. because. Yes, it's, it is undeniable. And I do see that uh, in Cebu. But um, in just, you know, in isolated cases. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, I do admit that I think as Filipinos, we really need more discipline in terms of following rules. And, um, you know, that, that's going to be a, a work in progress. It's, uh, it's going to be, it's not going to be a walk in the park, but uh, it can happen. It can happen, and hopefully the healthcare is going to improve as well. I don't see where the claim is coming from about the PhilHealth thing. Oh, okay. I don't understand. They, of course, it may be true that the government has spent millions for PhilHealth, but the process for you to be able to avail of that so-called gold mine of PhilHealth mm -hmm. benefits... It's very lengthy. Based on experience, you'd have to be admitted before you can avail of the... the and, and, and the process is that they give you back your money. It's a refund thing. And what if you don't have money in the first place? So you can't buy your medicine? You can't be admitted to the hospital? Yeah, that's true. I've... Uh, I think I've experienced um, taking advantage of our PhilHealth one time. And I, all I could just remember is that there was a like a pre-qualification process. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. And I may be wrong. I, I am not sure. It's been a long time since I was in the Philippines. Not a very long time, but it's quite some time. And memory is fuzzy, but I, I think it's still hard. I can still remember my mom telling me she's not able to do this and that and and. They're actually afraid that the, the four piece would be discontinued. I, she told me that they were asked to vote for Mar. Well, really? Yes, they were asked to vote for Mar. They were not obliged, but they were definitely asked. Requested. And, and told. Yes, they were requested and told that you have to vote for Mar because if you don't, four piece will be discontinued. Well, that's just, that's just ridiculous. It's, That's it's, crazy. It's ridiculous. It's, it's not that we're thinking four piece is going to be there forever, but it's a great help. And to use that as leverage against people that... That's pure is, blackmail. <laughs> that is in need of that help. It's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's, it's just below the belt. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very wrong. And I've, I've read in some of the some article in Rappler that one of the Tertus platform includes continuing for peace and um, giving aid to, mm -hmm. to people, actually giving a small amount of loan to small and medium enterprises so mm -hmm. Filipinos can start their own business. And they will not rely on the for peace anymore in the future. I see. So that's a great thing. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I don't know why nobody else thought about that. Well, we're different, but I, I'm not sure why, why people did not think about that in the past. It's, it's a lot of help, and you're not just 
helping people, you're helping them build themselves so they will not rely on the government anymore. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure how this would affect the, the business in general. I mean the current uh, people that are running the business in the Philippines, if there are going to be changes in the laws. And people like us that are starting Start. our own business. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. I hope that the red tape stops. I hope that we will be able to get things done in the minimal amount of time because this is exactly how long it takes to get this process done. And not mm-hmm. forever. Just because. Just because people decide for it to be to take long. Yeah, to yeah. Forever. Do you remember going to the city hall and getting this um, thing where you need to pay five pesos? Cedula. Cedula, yes. That thing. And you go there. They're supposed to open at 8. Mm-hmm. But at 8.05, they start coming in. Okay. Taking their mug, putting in coffee, drinking their coffee while people are lining up. Yes. And people have to wait for them to be ready. Of course. And you don't know what they're doing at the back of their... They're staring at their computer. I think they're playing solitaire or something. Yeah. Most likely they are. I mean, it's just crazy how how some people, you know, just how they can manage to do these things to their fellow Filipinos. I mean, we're supposed to to be helping each other. Yeah, well, the only good thing about this this election, I think... This is the only election where people are actually involved. And in, yeah, I know. And people coming from different groups, majorities, minorities, leftists, everywhere. Everybody is just involved. I mean, social media, every time I open Facebook, it's just one post to another about one politician to another politician exactly and everybody's just commenting posting videos blogs you know just uh putting themselves out there and giving their opinions which is i think it's first time that filipinos are really involved in uh, presidential elections it is it is i think that it is the first time in it only indicates that people actually want change. They need change and they are willing to come together to achieve this goal and, and make this happen. Come to think of it, what I know is that Rodrigo doesn't have millions to fund his campaign. Mm-hmm. But celebrities, um, average Filipinos... Volunteering. Volunteers, yes, coming together, making their own tarpaulins... Printing t-shirts for free. It's happening in Doha. Yeah, yeah. Just bring your own t-shirt. We'll get it printed out just to show your support of making their own ballers and making songs. Exactly. It's it's amazing that artists are coming together as well to make this happen. That's a good thing about it. That's the good side of this whole thing. And uh, yeah, I just want to thank Mocha Uson's blog because... I think she's been really great in keeping us up to date with what is really happening out there <laughs> because God knows this big network conglomerate is not giving us the real thing. Absolutely. 
and Mocha is just the number one fan. I think that he, she's the number one fan, and this this Facebook page that she actually has is amazing. It's it's a great source of information with all the videos and with all the songs. It's fun. It's it's informational. It's a lot of things, but it's not boring. Yeah, exactly. So I think that with all of these happening, I, I just hope and God bless the Philippines. May nine elections. Uh, May nine elections is coming. That's going to be two days from now. Yes. Yep. Two days from now, my mom is getting ready. I hope that she chooses the president she wants and not the president she's asked for. I seriously <laughs> hope she does that. Hi, mommy Gemma. I did. I did tell her that do not vote for the person you're being asked to vote for just mm-hmm. because of what they said. If you feel like somebody else is is best to do the job, then just vote for that person. Exactly. It it's not gonna make much difference anyway if you put someone in the office because they strong armed you into doing something. Exactly. It's gonna repeat the process. And the next time you you know you're asked to make that decision again, you're not gonna trust yourself because. <laughs> That's true. Well, folks, uh, it's been a great day. And a great, great, great success for the meeting, the Avance. Thank you so much, guys, for your full support um, for the big D. <laughs> he is our guy, hashtag. He is our guy, hashtag. We yeah. want the D. <laughs> we want the D. Um, so, yeah, I just want to give you guys out there a simple message, um, a going away message before we end our podcast. Uh, This is a quote from one of my favorite uh, writers and entrepreneurs, Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, he said, "Skills are cheap, passion is priceless." Wow, that's some thought to ponder. Well, for me, I just hope, guys, that you, whoever you chose, I hope that you chose the one you felt has the best interest, has our best interest in his heart. And individually, let's all start to create this country that we all dreamt about. Keep slaying, folks. Have a great day. Have a great day. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.